Hi, I'm Mo Abdelbaki, and this is episode four of my podcast. Welcome to Out of Mo's Mind. Today we're going to take a romp and maybe have some room. You put the two together any way you'd like. Today's adventure is called Gird Your Holiday Loins. Shall we? So first of all, have you ever wondered what girding your loins means? Well, it's actually girding up one's loins. And let me tell you what it's about. Back in biblical days, they wore capes. Much like, um, well, I guess we don't wear capes much anymore, but they certainly used to throughout the ages. Uh, Superheroes now wear capes. But um, they would go into battle and they would trip on those capes or they would fall over them or someone could grab them. So they would take a belt and gather up the cape and they would tie it uh, or tuck it inside of the belt, which makes pretty good sense. And that was girding one's loins. Now, I'm not sure exactly what loins are. Um, I know that girding is like, you know, a belt. So uh, whatever, that's what it meant. Getting ready for battle. And what does that have to do with the holidays? Well, let me tell you, they're here. The holiday season has sprung upon us like monkeys fighting over a mango. The political ads are over, thank goodness. But the vacuum that's left was instantly filled to capacity with coercive measures designed to pick our pockets through emotional manipulation, direct intimidation, and tricks too cunning and devious to be believed. Soon bells will be jingling, snowmen will be frosty, reindeers' noses will be glowing, and elves will be toiling in an attempt to keep up with the demand for more and more stuff. Elves of the world unite, man! It's been an unending media flurry every day for months. Okay, for years. So now we need to gird our loins, tuck in those capes, and hunker down for what's coming next. Testing our resolve to remain sane in the midst of the multicolored, glittering, marshmallow-filled, cinnamon-scented, tinkling music box countdown to Christmas. I gotta watch my blood pressure. Now, none of us is immune to what's about to happen. We live in a stuff-oriented society where more is not only better, but also wins. But it doesn't have to be a miserable process. For example, let's talk about Thanksgiving. It amazes me how many people dread Thanksgiving. I mean, it's only a meal, right? Yes, yes, it may be the highest caloric gut bomb of the year, but for millions, it's just as laden with emotional baggage as it is with calories. You can change that dynamic right now, and it's simpler than you think. To begin with, Decide what type of Thanksgiving you want. Now, think about it. Is that plan realistic? For example, a Thanksgiving alone at the Louvre, munching on turkey legs and escargot, sipping a glass of Pinot while gazing at the Mona Lisa probably isn't realistic. And as silly as that sounds, it's no more ridiculous than trying to appease everybody and cater to everyone's wishes, desires, and tastes. We once served three different types of potatoes at a Thanksgiving dinner while another person made dumplings because that's what they had when they were a kid. 
About the third time these types of demands were made for the buffet-like meal, yeah, it took about three times, it seemed logical to actually go to a buffet for Thanksgiving. It was great. If you haven't done so, you might consider it. It certainly lessens the stress and makes sure that everyone can eat whatever they want, even turkey. Yeah, they, they've got it. Well, most of the time. Yes, I know it's just not about the food, but we've made it that way, piling on emotional calories as well as literal ones. I say enough. If you want to gain perspective, volunteer to serve Thanksgiving dinner for the underprivileged. Trust me, that will change your mind about things pretty quickly. Minimize the pain, decide on a menu, and stick to it. Take the pressure off yourself and make Thanksgiving a non-issue by disentangling the weirdness and making it about being grateful for the blessings you have in your life and the people you love and who love you back. Obviously, this isn't easy and you can expect a lot of griping and criticism, but it just might change your life. At the very least, maybe someone else will take it over and you can complain about the way they do things. <laughs> I like that idea. Two or three days after Thanksgiving, no one will remember that they didn't have their favorite jelly deal stew or beef suet gravy. If they do remember, they need more than a meal to make them happy. Then comes the real push after Thanksgiving. The countdown to Christmas is one of the craziest things we do in our culture. We make it about guilt. Gift-giving, gift-receiving, re-gifting, more guilt, stuff, more stuff, a little bit more stuff, guilt about having stuff, drinking, guilt about drinking, eating, guilt about eating, envy, jealousy, insecurity, overcompensation, guilt, additional guilt, and a fear that we won't be as happy as the squealing family in the commercial who just found a luxury car with a giant bow on it, gleaming in the driveway as it begins to snow, implying that they have everything that you don't until you buy that car. <sighs> Is that really what it's all about? That's more than that, isn't it? This is the countdown to the solstice. In the old calendar, Samhain, or Halloween, marked the beginning of winter. Bundle up, embrace the cold, and look forward to the solstice itself as the real goal of the holiday, and not all the sticky, gooey stuff associated with it. Of course, this time of year has an immense amount of religious experiences involved with it. But even if you're not religious... It still has some importance for every single one of us. I mean, the Yule Log used to be something to help the sun to gain energy to begin its upward motion on the ecliptic again. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the holidays, including all the peppermint-infused psychology that goes along with it. But I know it for what it is, and you know, so do you. It's fun if approached properly. So, take a deep breath and get ready for what's coming. Okay? Learn to laugh at those things that are laughable. Allow the true meaning of the season, namely, joy, peace, and a deep and abiding love for each other to seep into your soul. For some, it's the foundation of their year. For others, a promise of salvation. This is a wonderful time of the year. Why not enjoy it? Smile, laugh, cuddle up in all the warm fuzzies you can, and remember... Santa Claus is every bit as real as you want him to be. For me, he's very real and my dear friend. He makes me calm inside and helps me to spread the love, but I'll talk more about him soon enough. Until next we meet, I wish you peace and love. 